Holly Millward, a writer and a reader. Welcome to my podcast. Today, I want to do a review of Greg Sestero's book, The Disaster Artist. I read this a few months ago at my brother's suggestion and was planning to do a joint review with him here, but we haven't been able to make it work. Now, a couple months have gone by, and I decided I better do the review, or I'll have forgotten what I wanted to say about it. Okay, so number one, I wasn't necessarily expecting this, but I thought this book was so, so fascinating. I knew it would be interesting and amusing, because my brother has quirky tastes similar to mine, and he's the one who recommended it to me, but this really did surpass my expectations. As a side note, we both listened to it through an audiobook version, and I would highly recommend that if you pick up the one specifically narrated by Greg Sestero. To hear all of the story directly from him, um, who's and he's able to accurately impersonate Tommy's accent and cadences, just lended the whole thing an added layer of um, interest. Okay, so to begin, I pulled out a couple of quotes from the book to help kind of describe a little bit more about what this book is and about you know who it's about. Um, you're probably aware of this, but there was also a movie that was recently made um, about this as well. All right, so the first quote. This book is about what might be the world's most improbable Hollywood success story. At its center is an enigmatic filmmaker who claims, among other things, to be a vampire. This man speaks with a thick European accent, the derivation of which he won't identify. He also refuses to reveal his age or the origins of his seemingly vast fortune. His name is Tommy Wiseau, and the film he wrote, directed, produced, starred in, and poured $6 million into is a disastrous specimen of cinematic hubris called The Room. Okay, second quote. The Room is a drama that is also a comedy, that is also an existential cry for help, that is finally a testament to human endurance. Now, I love that quote because I think it's totally accurate, and I want to kind of dig into that a little bit more um, as we move through this review. Okay, two quick notes. I missed the co-author of The Disaster Artist. Um, So it's by Greg Sestero and also by Tom Bissell. And the second note, if I didn't make it clear before, The Disaster Artist is a book about a movie called The Room, which was um, made by Tommy Wiseau. So now, um, if you don't know anything about The Room, the one thing that you should know is that it is epically bad. But now that a decade has passed since it was filmed, it's become a cult hit, and it's kind of seen by um, people as kind of almost a a beloved movie because of its terribleness. I haven't seen the full movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it on YouTube. My question is, what's the real draw with this movie, The Room, and in larger context with the book, The Disaster Artist? Is it only that the movie was so bad that it's funny or and uncomfortable to watch? Or is there something redeeming here? So, another couple of caveats before I move on. This book is hilarious in a lot of ways. I laughed a lot while I was reading it. And I still occasionally quote things randomly um, 
to my family who, aside from my brother, are totally over me <laughs> quoting stuff. But Tommy is so offbeat and at times ridiculous. I think there's a real danger for us to make fun of him. But while Greg, his friend and the writer of The Disaster Artist, is tongue-in-cheek about his experiences with Tommy, he isn't making fun of Tommy. I think that's an important distinction to make to remind us while reading that while we're laughing at some of these situations, there is a real person at the center of this. An interesting person who puts on a tough guy act, but who is actually very sensitive. At times, he's also creepy, he's arrogant, he's rude, he's kind, he's hopeful, he's broken. A lot of times, Tommy treats the people around him really badly, and that part's not funny, but where did he come from, and what were his life experiences that would have taught him any better? Those are things that Greg is careful to point out and warn us about, I think. Um, He doesn't want to condemn Tommy uh, for who he is. So the fact that those two are still friends says to me that there's something redeeming about Tommy. And I think that's also at the heart of what's redeeming about the movie The Room. Okay, I want to talk about some of the redeeming qualities here. And I mean that both from a standpoint of redeeming qualities of the room, the movie itself, and also redeeming qualities about Tommy, in a way. Because you can't really separate the two. Um, this, as I said before, movie is is awful. Terrible. Horrible. Um, it's so bad I haven't even tried to watch all of it. Um, I have gone online and Googled some of, and watched some of the clips from YouTube, and I would encourage you to do that if you know nothing about this movie. Um, it, it is amusing, and there's some pretty funny things out there. Okay, but what to me is redeeming isn't the fact that, you know, you just can laugh at how bad it is. There's also something admirable in what Tommy did in making this movie. And that is that he had a dream and he made it happen. That was a lot of work and a lot of determination that went into that. Um, And a lot of people, they sadly give up on their dreams um, sometimes. So no matter what the result of this was, the determination that was used to get to the point where this project was completed is amazing. Um, Now, Greg puts it in, uh, in his words. This is how, what he says about it. He says, what I was sure of was that Tommy had something I'd never seen in anyone else, a blind and unhinged and totally unfounded ambition. He was so out of touch, so lacking in self-awareness, yet also wildly captivating. That night, there was this aura around Tommy, an aura of the possible. So, we kind of have words describing good and bad about this ambition that Tommy had. But what I think is so amazing is Tommy doesn't listen to the world of naysayers. So he could have listened to 
other people who could have helped him make this movie better, but then it wouldn't be what it is, and no doubt it would have been completely forgotten by now. Instead, there's a book about its making, and there's a 2017 movie directed by James Franco about the book and Tommy and the making of The Room. So if Tommy would have listened to somebody else who would, you know, was trying to rein it in a little, we wouldn't have any of those things at this point. He had a dream, he reached for it, he completed the project. The belief in himself is amazing and admirable. Um, at the end result of this, with this movie, also, is that it is something that people do watch and enjoy. There are midnight showings of this where people throw spoons at the screen because of the cheap set and the bad artwork. Um, but the point is, people have fun watching this movie, and it oddly brings them joy. This might not be at all what Tommy intended when he made the movie, but these are the results. Okay, the last thing that I wanted to touch on here, or that really struck me while I was reading this book, is the friendship between um, Tommy and Greg. And it's a really complicated kind of friendship. And so I guess, I guess the thing about reading this book is just that the real takeaway of reading this is that it's human. It's so human. Um, a lot of times when we do a piece of art, we kind of, I mean, it's, it's about humanity, but it's kind of a certain facet of humanity and maybe a glorified a little bit maybe in a way of humanity but this is just like the down and dirty of how people are in maybe more grander terms <laughs> than um or just like I don't want to say cartoonish because that's not quite right but just like to the max and you know qualities that are just emphasized. So this friendship between Tommy and Greg, I was so curious about it the whole time reading the book because it's really weird in certain parts. And you kind of wonder, is there, I mean, is there some strange things? There's some context that's going on that you kind of wonder about, like, are we getting the whole story here? And Greg does kind of touch on some of, of what he thinks Tommy's history is to kind of give a little bit of hints about that um, and about why he maybe acts the way that he does. And that was really helpful because I don't know if I would have believed just some of the way that ways that he acts. Um, and I would have had maybe even more questions about it if I didn't have just a little bit of the background or you know, possible background um, to kind of explain this. Um, but Tommy and Greg meet in acting school and there's kind of a big age gap between the two of them. They both have a dream of becoming an actor. Tommy goes to extraordinary lengths to see the dream fulfilled. Um, but he kind of takes Greg along on this journey and it's it's so interesting because <sighs> I, I mean I don't know if Greg 
I think he appreciates it, and I think, but then it's also, like, kind of embarrassing to have been in this terrible movie. Um, They both take advantage of each other in different ways, but they still, at the end of the day, they're friends, and they kind of need each other to kind of, to have made this piece of art. Um, I, I don't think that Tommy could have done it without Greg. Um, so it's, it's a very interesting, um, anyway, I, I think it's very heartwarming in a way too, even though there's kind of this, this underbelly of, um, some negative things going on. Like in some ways it's kind of a toxic relationship, but it's also redeeming too. So I don't know. Um, after I got done reading the book, I was kind of, <laughs> I was really, really curious about, about like, are they still friends? Like, what does Tommy think about this book having been made? Because it doesn't, you know, there are definitely parts of it that he doesn't, he does not come off looking very good. Um, but it looks like I see they have, a, like, a, another set of movies that they're in together. I mean, it's just Tom like recently or maybe they're not even out yet but they're being worked on it's I mean it's fun they're having fun with it but they still have a relationship after all these years and I think they're still friendly with each other at least from what I've seen um of Greg's stuff and I mean I don't think Tommy would be in a movie (laughs) with them I just think it's it's really interesting to me um and I kind of want to know more. Like, I wish there was another book just to tell me, like, what happened after <laughs> after the room. Like, tell me about the last 10 years. And what have you guys been, like, how much, how much um, contact have, have the two of you had in the last 10 years? And, like, what other strange things have happened? I don't know. I'm just curious about this this friendship. But it reminds me that people help each other. I mean, people do terrible things to each other, too, but ultimately, I think this is, this is, like, really interesting, and the friendship between these two people has really enriched their lives um, in a lot of different ways. So, that's one of the really cool things that I like about this book, is learning more about that. Okay, so to end, I'm going to play just a couple of seconds of this movie in one of my favorite spots because it's so strange. So here you go. Enjoy. Don't talk like that. What do you mean? What do you think? Women change their minds all the time. (laughs) You must be kidding, aren't you? Look, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to go upstairs and wash up and go to bed. How dare you talk to me like that? You should tell me everything. I can't talk right now. Why, Lisa? Why, Lisa? Please talk to me, please. You're part of my life. You are everything. I could not go on without you, Lisa. You're scaring me. You're lying. I never hit you. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Why are you so hysterical? Yeah, (laughs) like it doesn't make a lot of sense. Why are you so hysterical? (laughs) Anyway, um... Final thoughts for this is I I really, really enjoyed this book a lot. Um, I think that if 
<clears throat> it's not for everyone, but if you like quirky, strange, interesting human relationship type stories, or if you like um, stuff about the making of movies, I think that you'd probably really enjoy this book. Um, I don't do ratings, but if I did, I would probably give this a 4.5 or a 5, just because it's was so um, enthralling to me reading about all this stuff. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this review. Um, and until next time, happy reading.